Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. This is Brittany, also known as Sweet Face Brit. I'm here with Ina Esco, Verbally Effective Podcast. Check her out. Hey, it's Tim Bashree, on-air radio and television personality, also author of Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, Eight Simple Keys to Becoming a Better You. And I am super excited to be right here with Ina Esco being verbally effective. Welcome to another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I am your host, your double E, Ina Esco. You know, this is the podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, entertainment with a Memphis focus. I want to send a huge shout out to the Consortium MMT for allowing me to pod in this space. And you know we got to talk about the merch. See, today I wore some merch. I have on the gold sweatshirt, the verbally effective, uh, I don't want to say, it's not emoji. It's a, what is it, bitmoji, right? Okay. So this is online in gray and black and white. And we have some other styles as well. We have the Henry mask. You got your Henry mask? I do have my Henry mask. Yes, I just showed him the Henry the Henry Mass. I need you go to go online right now. IvyMultimediaMerch.com and check it out. Also, Verbally Effective Tribe, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Ina Esco. Also, we are trending and we are hot on all social media platforms. And I need you to subscribe to all podcasting platforms as well. Your Apples, your um, SoundClouds, your... Um, what is it? Amazon. All of them. I really feel like I'm rambling today because I'm so excited because we are instituting a new segment into the podcast. I know you guys love trending topics. So it's called Esco's Pop Talk, and you'll hear it when I say it in the conversation with my guest today. And speaking of my guest, I have with me one of my beautiful sorors. Her name is Dr. Crystal Key. Now, let me tell you about this beautiful young lady. I met her a long time ago at an event in Memphis called Playdate Memphis. We're going to get all into how I met her during the combo. But she is a nurse practitioner. She's a professor. She is a mom of two, a wife, a creative. This lady has a lot going on, and we're going to get in her business today. Hi, Soror. Hello, Soror. How are you? I am well, thank you. How are you? I am good. I'm glad that you are joining me today. You know, we kind of been talking before the pod started, and I was like, remember when I first met you? Yes! <laughs> At Playdate! How many years ago was that? Jeez, um, it's 2022. It was about 11 years ago. Actually... 12 years ago. 12 years ago. 12 years ago. And and for those that don't know what Playdate Memphis was, what was Playdate Memphis? 
you know what? It was it was an actual it was a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, folks all across the all, all across the city would come together. We would play games, like legit games. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Jenga. Um, uh, what do you call the when you the limbo? The limbo. That um, was musical the chairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, musical chairs. Um, was that fun. was fun. Um, there was another. One. Was it merry go round when you try to you sing yeah. the song and you try to catch on? Um, and they have all these little stations that mm-hmm. you would play games at, and mm-hmm. then there was like a main floor when you play games. And Ina was one of the hosts. Yes, yes, yes. fun yes. times. And you know what? That event really kind of brought you know, your your childhood experiences out into adulthood, right? It did. Like, that was so fun. But I remember I met you there, and your hubby yes. was a major part of Playdate as well. Yes, he was a little hype man. He was and a he, hype man. He was not my hubby at the time. He though. was not. He was not. He was just my friend. And so it's funny. People think we met at Playdate. I used to think that. Yes. I mean, you're not the only one. You're not by yourself. People mm-hmm. felt like we met at Playdate, but we didn't. We were friends for nine years before we started dating mm. um and you know how some people say that's my friend mm-hmm. but no legit like platonic friend like friend ace boom coon friend mm-hmm. that's it and then play day happened and then bam the romance began no not quite <laughs> not quite but i did enjoy hanging out with my homie at play i remember day. how y'all used to look at each other and i'm like mm-hmm. but you know other people saw it before we saw it well, i definitely I did other people saw it before i saw it because that okay. joker saw it already okay and that'll oh, yeah, that'll be another yeah. story for another day probably but I, I, okay it, okay sarah you know what let's start at the beginning crystal because we have a lot to cover today okay. where are you originally from I'm originally from Jackson, Tennessee, the Jack Town. Mm. Now, my husband's from Jackson, Mississippi, so we have this ongoing debate wow. on who's from where and all that. You know, who's the real Jack Town person? Jackson, Tennessee, but a military brat. And mm. so we moved around a lot, but finally settled in Millington, Tennessee. Yes. And that's where I graduated high school. Yes. Um, and from there, went to the hills in Knoxville, Tennessee, where I attended University of Tennessee at Knoxville, mm. got my Bachelor's of Science in Nursing there, came back home to work as a nurse, and went back to school at University of Memphis. Shout out to Epsilon Epsilon. E-E! My <laughs> University over there at E-E. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Um, and got my master's, became a nurse practitioner, then years went on, went back to school, got my doctorate in nursing practice, and then went back for a postdoctorate certificate. But I'm, wow. I'm retired from school, blessed assurance to all of you. Now you sure have a lot of school. Like, let me ask you about that because you are indeed a scholar. Um, you know, it, it seems to me like most scholars are very focused and determined individuals. So, you know, that was your major originally at UT Knox, right? Mm-hmm. So, why did you choose that field? Oh, funny. I knew at the age of five. At five. At five. Okay. Legit. I was focused. You know? <laughs> you know? But yes, at five years old, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. My aunt is a nurse. Mm-hmm. And I would see her back when my dad was doing a whole bunch of moving around. He was stationed, like, off of the coast of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were at home with my mother and my grandmother. And I would see my aunt come back and forth from the hospital. And I was like, hey, what do you do? You help people. And I remember my first little stethoscope she gave me as a kid. And I wanted to help people. And that never, I never deviated from that. So everything that I did, like even with extra activities, um, medical explorers, and 
clubs and stuff, all of that was geared toward the sciences and the maths and stuff. And so it just never deviated from that. Mm, wow. So let's talk about your field in nursing, because I believe that you kind of specify in a certain, I, I'm trying to say the word correctly, uh, pediatric Urology. Tell us about that. What does that mean and what do you do exactly? Okay, so I'm a nurse practitioner in pediatric urology at um, um, a a children's hospital and we focus on renal health, renal bladder, uh, when I say renal kidney, my apologies, kidneys, bladder, uh, vaginal, like pediatric vaginas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not grown vaginas. You grown folks can go to the grown people. Baby coot. Penile health, testicular health. Legit, that's what we do. Right. And so, um, and it's so funny how I kind of just got into that little niche. It actually found me just because okay. I'm a little OCD. And and when I came, in, when I transitioned from the emergency department to outpatient, um, that that particular clinic had a lot of criteria to get patients in. So they needed someone who's kind of like type A to kind of manage that. And that's kind of how I, I discovered it. And I fell in love with it. And when I went and become, became a nurse practitioner, that position was open. And voila, that's where I've been for the last... So I've been a nurse practitioner for 14 years. I've been in urology for 18 years, and I've been in nursing for 20 years. Oh, my God, girl. You you are really doing it. And you're a mother of two boys. How old are your boys? Four and two. Four and two. Let's talk about that Hello. for a second. Hello. Pray for me, somebody. Pray for me. <laughs> you know what? We might as well start Pop Talk, Esco's Pop Talk, right now with a very, I think, important trending topic that's always trending uh especially for us women because as a mother we balance so much right because i can think of all the things that i do trying to grow a brand um trying to work my full-time job trying to take the kids to their basketball practice to aau uh i gotta go to the grocery store i gotta do a lot of shit and i know you do too chrisla so let's talk about balance how do you do it and are you doing it? I, well, you know, some days I do and some days I don't. I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest. You know, we were talking about this before we got on camera. You know, I, I feel like I struggle the most in that arena. Um, you know, people say, oh, women can have it all. Uh, mm-hmm. People can have it all. But can you really have it truly all? Mm-hmm. And for me, the answer has been not yet. Mm-hmm. And and I say that because, uh, you know... It, Today, I feel like I have to choose, am I going to be a good mom? Am I going to be a good nurse practitioner? Am I going to be a good sister? Am I going to be a good wife? Am I, what am I going to be good at? Because you, there's only so many, so, much, so many pieces of pie. Mm-hmm. Once that pie is gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, back on the ranch, what's, where, where am I getting refilled, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't think I do that well all the time, and I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. And I feel like I, after that first kid, and you have two kids, so mm-hmm. you, you kind of get this a little bit. So when I, after that first kid, I felt like, okay, I nailed it down to what I thought was going to be something that was manageable. Mm-hmm. And then that second baby came, and it all went... You know what, you know what, Crystal, I think it's because you're at the second baby and the just the two-year difference, right? Mm-hmm. I think when they get a little older, it's going to be a little bit easier. Is that what they say? It, but it's true. It is true. But the issues that you have are at a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, you still got some of them same issues, but now 
you you can handle them better, mm. but they're a little bit more, I guess, complex because they're getting older, right? Right. right. So you know, they're that four and that two year old are going to be more opinionated. They're going to ask a million questions. Yes, the why, and then the they're why. black men. Yes, yes, right. And that complexes things. So it's funny that you mentioned that because, especially with the BLM Black Lives Matter movement, um, and you know that was piled on top of the pandemic. That was a hot ticket topic, mm-hmm. right? Um, things were. T- And some of my Caucasian colleagues and friends felt comfortable enough to have those crucial conversations with me. Mm. Right. They want to pick your brain as a black woman. How did that go? Amazing. You know, I welcome that. You Mm -hmm. know, going to... Going to University of Tennessee in Knoxville was a predominantly white school, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I was accustomed to that. And so that doesn't bother me. I know some people, it bothers them, it doesn't bother me. Because I would rather them get the information from me versus their table of people that really don't know. Um, yeah. But it's funny because I said, we both have sons, one of, my, one of my friends. We both have sons, and I said, there is a conversation that Terrell and I have to have with our children that you have never had to have with your son. Yeah. And that conversation is how to be a black man in America. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care how many degrees these boys have. I don't care how well I've named them, air mm-hmm. quotes. Um, they're still a black man. Mm-hmm. And when, when, when you see them, if they choose to be in their urban gear that day, are they a threat to you or are they not? When they get pulled over by the police... They cannot step out of the car and say, hey, sir, yes, what's going on? No, they cannot. <laughs> they need to have them hand, those hands in 10 and 2. They better. If they have a permit to carry, mm-hmm. they need to give them their license and their permit to carry at the same time. I am not a threat. My firearm is this, that, and the third. And so those are the conversations we were having at the time, which is just different parenting, you know, and, and, and it, it brought out some some very interesting thoughts. Um, that particular friend welcomed the conversation and welcomed opportunities for us to have conversations with her son because she said, you have a perspective that we don't have as yeah. parents. Yeah. So. Wow. And that's where I'm at. My 16-year-old is driving. Oh, my. So imagine when my son leaves the house. Ooh. I am like my anxiety is at a million. My nerves but, but the are more for they you. do it, I will admit, the more that they do it, the more that they leave the house and and drive away, it, it settles a little bit more because you know that they've had experience doing this. Okay, but then it's okay. I'm going to hang out with my friends, a, a, a car full of black boys, Ooh. right? Then it's like it's starting back up. But, yeah, I mean, we do have to have different conversations, definitely. Yeah, do. But, but back to, circling back around to the balance, I, I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't win every day. I lose some days. Lately, I've been losing a lot. Um, a couple weeks ago, my babies had COVID. Oh, how was that for the babies with COVID versus an adult? How same thing? Or well, no? my oldest, my four year old, this is his second time having COVID. He had Delta, oh. and he had, he had what I presume is Omicron at this time. Mm. Um, he had a day this time. He had a day of icky, real icky feelings, like um, sore throat, which he never has a sore throat, coughing, sneezing, and then he bounced back to himself. My little baby had fever. And I say little baby, he's two. <laughs> he had fever, but for a, actually he had fever for a couple of days, and then he bounced back as well. So they weren't down long, yeah. but it was just still, it's just 
having to manage it all. You have to cancel clinic and all of that. But anyway. Because really, you're not testing positive for COVID because I know you were taking care of them. Because that's weird. It is weird. So Terrell and I were out of town for his birthday. We okay. went to the mountains in Oklahoma, believe Ooh, it or not. I didn't even know. Without the kids? Yes. Praise oh. the Lord for grandparents. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She needs about six months reprieve. But um, they got he got sick. The oldest one got sick during that time. So I don't know if it's, it, was it our vaccinations? Was it our booster? You know, or was it that time when we didn't realize that he was sick, he was away? And then when we realized he was, I, we wore masks? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell. But it is hard to it. tell. And, and you know, with the, this pandemic going on, one thing for certain, it seems now there will not be another shutdown. Like, life will oh, go no. on. Life is oh, going no. on oh, with no. or without COVID. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's about the economy. It's yeah, a, I mean, think about it. the 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 whole C, the CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. You know, as they learn more, they change. But this last, I mean, we go from quarantine for fourteen days, mm-hmm. quarantine for ten days. Now we quarantine five, five days. Five, baby, cinco, cinco. But you think about it mm-hmm. because of the quarantine days that they're that they're recomm- the guidelines. Airlines are shutting down. Mm-hmm. Flights are getting canceled. So I don't know. That's this little something. And you're in the medical field, so you've seen the whole kick and caboodle. Kick and caboodle. Now we, I don't take care of acutely sick mm-hmm. COVID patients. Um, that's more in the inpatient world, mm-hmm. but it definitely has hit our hospital. It's definitely hit our community. I feel like everyone has a layer of that psychosocial component mm-hmm. that has impacted all of us. Even mm-hmm. if you go to the grocery store now, I mean, you're washing your groceries for at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, my, we was, ooh, at first. Now, one thing I do want to ask you as it relates to your particular field um, in nursing, um, being a doctor, do you have some publications that you've released? So I have I have participated in clinical research, mm-hmm. and yes, if you Google me, you will see my name oh. pop up um, in some articles. Love it. Um, most recently, I am the primary author in a textbook chapter uh, for pediatric nurse practitioners. Mm-hmm. And so now awesome. nurse practitioner students across the country are going to be learning from my genitourinary chapter that I co-authored with several of my, my colleagues, a couple of my colleagues. Wow, that is amazing. And you know, we... We are sorors of Alpha Kappa Alpha. Kiwi. Um, yes, Kiwi. Where does that fit into your world right now? Like, we'll always be an AKA, yes, but we, we got yes. some shit going on right Believe now. Believe it or not, it's actually pretty well integrated. Um, I, lots of lots of things going on. I'm active in a, in a chapter for Lambda Omega. Okay, um, okay. And I've been apt, act, active in that chapter since 2005. Amazing. Um, we recently just um, had our Founders Day mm-hmm. observation. And I had an opportunity to host the pink carpet. If you don't mind, please take out your phones and go to AKA Phi Lambda Omega and like us on Facebook and Insta. It's AKA underscore PLO on Insta. Um, And you can catch a glimpse of of a little bit of what we do. But it was super cool because we filmed it in October. 
And so I interviewed all of the award recipients on the pink carpet, glitz and glam mm-hmm. style. I think I saw that on oh, your social media. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was right up my alley. I had so much fun. Oh, wow. And you know what? When I think of Phi Lambda Omega, um, you know, I pledged Spring 99, Beta Ta, and Lemoyne. And when back then, you know, BEO was the only graduate yeah, chapter. you're right. And at that time, Phi Lambda Omega started. Yeah. And it was just kind of like... Uh, where do you go? Yeah. We're about to graduate. What do we do? So I'm glad to see that Phi Lambda Omega has just really flourished. Mm-hmm. It know. really has. We have, all I would say, close. We have over 400 members, closer to 500 now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it started when it was, when that chapter was chartered, it, the focus was on reclaiming pearls. Mm-hmm. And it's not trying to steal sores from different chapters. It's the sores who may have been inactive because life did that. That's me. You know? Well, come that on. is me. There is room at the cross. Baby, <laughs> baby, uh, the photo counter trying to get you girl. girl let me tell you. We, we have several chapters here now. We have a lot. Imagine it was one and then there are now how many? Okay, in so the region? let's see. In Memphis proper, there are three. Then there's one in Me- West Memphis, and then there's one in um, South Haven, mm-hmm. DeSoto County. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then yeah. you got some at, uh, one in Ripley, and there's, yeah, the Tipton County chapter up in Ripley, mm-hmm. Tennessee, yeah. So, I will be forgiven for not reclaiming my pearls but there is, prior. Let me tell you, you are always forgiven. Baby okay. girl, there is room for you, huh? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you something. This is what I recommend. Because I was general member before I I, I transitioned into a chapter and transferred mm-hmm. a chapter. Because I didn't, I just didn't know, you know, where do I go? I visited. I visited. Mm-hmm. I visited BEO and I visited PLO. Um, and I recommend doing that because mm-hmm. you might gravitate to wherever your chap- your initiating chapter sorors are. And that's what pulled me to Phi Lambda Omega. Mm-hmm. A lot of my Zeta Delta sorors mm-hmm. were, are, it's a were lot in of our end. It's a yes. lot of we got some of y'all over there. You can just come and play, you know? You, yeah. There's no pay to play, okay? Yeah. Only The only thing you can't do is vote. So just come and play. Okay, okay. I'm going to come and play with my Sarah's over there. Come and ski to eat. One, yes, two, three. ski to eat. And you know what? We started this segment, Esco's Pop Talk, and we have just gone on and on. <laughs> and uh, I do want to hit on one more topic before we wind down the podcast, because uh, this is trending like fire right now. Your president. Joe Biden. Yes. So there was like this Fox News reporter, right? He asked him a question about inflation. And Joe, under his breath, but on the mic, on the hot mic, said, <laughs> what do you say? You you sorry, son of a B. That's it. That's it right there. That's right. A president. Hot mic. Where are your manners? Manners? Manners, Joe. I, well, let me tell you. I think Joe has always been a loose a bit of a loose I can loose just imagine him in Barack behind closed doors talking about these folks. Keeping it real. Keeping yes. it transparent. Yes. Let me tell you, I think he was just irritated, you know, yeah. and I think he let that irritation show. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, can you imagine the amount of pressure that that position and in the pandemic and, you know, and mm-hmm. then I think the reporter was from Fox News, mm-hmm. which Fox is 
known to be more uh, of a Republican fan mm-hmm. base and um, super pro-Trump. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where people are human, mm-hmm. not right at all. Mm-hmm. You need to mind yourself. Just you collect yourself, collect your pearls, do whatever you got to do. Um, I but, had a but good giggle, it, though. I had a good giggle. It was that. hilarious because, you know, Uncle Joe, he was Uncle Joe at that time. Yes, he was. Joe, we did yes. it, Joe. Joe, <laughs> we did it. Okay? <laughs> However, however, you got to collect yourself because, you know, there's a there's a certain, I think, respect mm-hmm. and certain expectation for the position. Yes. But I'm surprised we never got Trump cussing on the mic. Dude, or did we? We did, but it was swept over the rug. Oh, wow. We got, we got, we got Trump saying a lot of things about yeah. grabbing body parts and yeah. this and that and search. Yeah. Yes, but we're going to yes. make Joe go viral for, for the son of a bitch part. I fool with Uncle Joe. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> I do too. I voted for Uncle Joe. I'm, I'm okay too. saying it. You can pull oh. my card. I, I, I voted for Uncle I Joe. I did too. Now that wraps up Esco's Pop Talk on the trending topics. And, uh, you know, before we wrap up, Sora, I do want to ask you about your creative side. Mm-hmm. Because you and your husband, you all had a whole family show. We sure did. In addition to other things that you all have done, let's yes. talk about your creative side. So it's funny because when he and I, when my husband and I uh, got married, uh, we we were doing things, funny, crazy, kooky things anyway, and we would just video them and pop them up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I said, Terrell, we should do, we should have a page. And he was like, yeah, so we should do Keeping Up With Keys. He's like, and we should, K-E-Y, that's another thing, pull out your phones, go to Facebook, Keeping Up With The Keys, that's K-E-Y-B-I-N-G, yes, it's pun for all you educators out there, okay? <laughs> or on Instagram, Keeping Up With The Keys, on YouTube, Keeping Up. Um, Y'all the original content creators. Oh, girl, let me tell you, I need mm-hmm. a person for that, though. Like, it's, I don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. How do you keep the content going? I have plenty of content in my phone. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. Hello. So, anyway, um, so we started just pushing the content. And it was easy to push the content when we didn't have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and bef- one, one of the things we would hear when we when we were engaged before we got married was, you know, you better enjoy yourself now because when those babies come, mm-hmm. all that's going to slow down. And so we said, we're going to do the before we get pregnant tour. You know how on the run tour mm-hmm. with Beyonce. That was cute. Yeah. So before we get pregnant tour and we had 12 stops on the tour. Some domestic, some international. So we we went to both of our homecomings. We went to Orange Beach. We went to Florida. We went to um, L.A. We went to... And what did you guys do when you when you were there? Did you just videotape your experiences there? Just, just experience. Okay. Yeah, we, vid- we video documented our experiences. We had an opening. We had the, the meat of the content and the closing. And we went, we spent New Year's in Sydney, Australia because we won. We were on a game show. And they came to Memphis at the Liberty Bowl and we were on a game show with Neil Patrick Patrick Harris Mm. called The Best Time Ever and won a trip to Sydney, Australia for New Year's. Went there and then we went to Europe and we had three stops in Europe on the Before We Get Pregnant tour. And so we video documented all of that. Um, we, We started some traditions where every Halloween our family dresses up in costume, mm-hmm. like full-on cosplay. You guys go full-on full cosplay. Full-on cosplay. Mm-hmm. And um, we're big on the Halloween pictures, big on the Christmas pictures, and all that content is on there. We did have a show um, uh, with 
Shelby County Schools. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping up with the kids. Yes, yes. And essentially, it just helped bring the viewers along. How do we navigate life? What are the highs? What are the lows? How do you figure that out? What are the fun things that we do? Terrell and I both, we've acted. Uh, we've acted in plays, mm-hmm. um, commercials, um, skits and things of that nature. Most recently, I participated in a skit with Methodist for uh, My Sister's Keeper event, mm-hmm. talking about women's health, especially in the black community. Um, worked with some phenomenal local artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just keeping those things going helps to feed our souls. That makes yeah. us feel like ourselves, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But it does. We and document all that. Both of you, you oh, and Terrell, you. you guys are really talented. Do you think you'll get your kids involved into that? Gabe is already there, boo-boo. Let me tell you, for Halloween, we were, um, if you have children, you'll know this, Hotel Transylvania, and he was Frankenstein, and he was all in just just total character. Oh, we used to before the children got involved. After we did our Halloween pictures, Halloween um, party that we would go to with the takeover, we would go into our local Walmart in full-on character mm. and, and, and just be crazy. But yeah. yes. Girl, yes. you need to be circulating that content on all platforms. Are you guys person. on TikTok? So we're not on... So I have a TikTok. I don't really use TikTok. Okay. Let me tell you, with my life, mm-hmm. I need a person. I need a 20-something. I may be your person, though. Hello. We got to talk, talk, talk. Let me, let me lean on this shield for a second. Hello. Hello. Wow. I am so glad the verbally effective audience got to hear your story, Chrysla, today because you are an amazing scholar. Oh, you're so kind. Amazing mother. Oh. And you're trying to get that balance together. And we all, as women, we go through that. So... You will be just fine, I promise you. It's going to be hard. Nobody said it was going to be easy, right? Well, no, but inbox me if you got ideas. Okay. <laughs> you heard what she said. You heard what she Send said. Send some prayers, okay? Now, I want you to give everyone your information so they can keep up with Chris LaKey and the Keys. Okay. Well, of course, um, on Instagram, the best place, the best place to see everything is on our Keeping Up With Keys page. So um, that's Keeping Up With Keys. That's K-E-Y-P-I-N-G on Instagram as well as Facebook. On YouTube, it's Keeping Up, K-E-Y-P-I-N-G-U-P. I'm on LinkedIn for any professional um, requests or inquiries as Chris Key And a bunch of alphabet soup behind my name that (laughs) equates a lot of student loan kind of stuff. But (laughs) but Biden didn't forgive you? Is he forgiving people nowadays? Uncle Joe, I mean, I'm almost done with some of those. Wow. Well, you are amazing, Soror. Thank you for coming today. And um, congratulations as well on the top 40 under 40. Oh, thank you. I know we didn't get a chance to talk about that, but congratulations. And thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Yes, you were really good. You were amazing, Soror. (laughs) You know know how my Sorors do. Hello. Yes, but I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, today to verbally affect the podcast. You know, we talk with a lot of creatives, entrepreneurs, you know, um, just a lot of people in Memphis that are doing some incredible things. Make sure you're following the podcast on all social media platforms, that YouTube at Ina Esco. And thanks for tuning in.